0: And life gets a little bit hectic. And we just want a little bit of coziness in our lives. And what's cozier than a steaming mug of sweetness, a warm blanket, a cute dog, and a Hallmark movie? Welcome to the cabin, everybody. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Dina. This is uh, your second... uh, second starring i don't know if it's starring but starring no no <laughs> so emily is uh emily is taking a break and so you're sitting in and we uh we greatly appreciate that well thank you I appreciate being here. I feel it's kind of magical. We well, you know, <laughs> I see what you did there. You know what? I think um, Emily and I both really appreciate you and Mark. Because I know there's going to be times when Mark sits in. Yeah. Um... So we both want to say thank you for both of you guys being flexible enough to, and supporting us to sit in and, and do this for us. Because I know uh, the tables will turn and Mark and Emily will have a few. And so we just we both wanted to say thank you for that. Well, that's very sweet.
1: I mean, really, it's it's fun to do. And I love yeah. listening to the two of you. I find myself talking all the time on the radio when you guys are talking. or I disagree <laughs> with your point. And I'm like, well, now, wait a minute. You know, I know we've been asking you to, to come on because you always disagree with us. So I know. No, no, no. I don't always disagree
0: with you. I, okay. have, I see there's minutiae of detail. That I get a lot, lot of text. ignored. I get a lot of text feel. from Emily that says, your wife needs to be on the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all work in the same place, so... You know, uh, Emily says a lot of things as she passes all her of yeah. yeah. Mark works in the same
1: district. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I had to stop and kind of tell her sometimes when I disagree
0: with her. <laughs> Which apparently okay. is frequently. Well, I'm still disagreeing <laughs> about that one Christmas movie, and I'm not going to let that one go. Okay, all right. So we have moved on, and we are talking about, um, this week, We are our, for our second episode, we're talking about Crossword Mysteries, abracadaver with... Uh, two of our favorites, mm-hmm. Lacey Chabert and Brennan Elliott. Brennan Elliott. Um, so, I just think they are so cute together. They are, dwell They are so cute. All my heart. Those movies when they the have the house. Movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, a gorgeous house, movie. but we call it the goat movies. Yeah. So those are our favorites, hands down. And I don't yeah, know if it's oh, sorry to tell he's not a very nice guy in the no, beginning. But he's so sweet. And I love but, how he keeps trying to fix things, but he keeps breaking them. Mm-hmm. And then the goats. Yeah. I love the goats. And I really so feel much. like
1: he does it originally starts to do it, I think, just to have something to do, but yeah. then Let's you know, face it. You know uh, what I—that I would fix that stuff for Lacey shit too if I could.
0: <laughs> Do you know what I love about that house though? And the it is an incredibly cozy house. Is the front is, porch yeah. swing? Oh, I know the front porch is amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah, I absolutely love it. I love the kitchen too, and I think what I. I just find kind of calming or, like, comforting is the table. Yeah. I mean, he has to keep making it smaller. Yeah. Because he's trying... He keeps... He's not making it smaller. He's... It's being made smaller as a result of him trying to even out the legs. Yeah, trying to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. For some reason, that's cozy because it's personal and it's them and it's not Uh perfect. Because it's just like us. None of us are
0: perfect. So, um, we don't have a recipe, but we do have a drink. I'm really excited about this. Okay. So, we we have... And as we t- Emily and I talked, we're, we're all attempting to be a little bit better. Um, so Are you going to tell me this has activated yeast in it? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, because we, yes, we tried a, a recipe this week with activated yeast, and it turned out well.
1: No, the, re- the, re- the recipe was great. good. I have nothing against that. It just activated yeast. It's, what?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. But um, she did a good job with and that. that yeah that came from the thug kitchen if if you have a um, that's where Apollo's fury came from inappropriate sense of humor you really need to check out thug kitchen because it is amazing plus the food it's like it's all natural it's healthy and it tastes great so give it a try um, so the drink is one of my own concoctions mm-hmm. um, I would like to call it after the two-year-old goes to bed. <laughs> That's what I would like to call it. Okay, so there's got to be some alcohol. Yes. Okay. This is after the two year old goes to bed. It has two very important things into it. Rum? Chocolate. No chocolate. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> you were gonna say rum. It has chocolate. Um, I did try to make it healthier. I put almond milk in it. Oh, okay. Um, it is. Uh, it has ice in it, so it's a. It's a like a multi kind mm-hmm. of drink. Like it looks a shake. like a shake. Yeah. Um, it has. Um, caramel uh so, wait, wait wait i'm smelling i know salted caramel flavor oh yeah it is you can smell yeah and then it has um baileys in it baileys mm. so and it's it's oh. powdered
1: cocoa it smells delicious okay so let's give it if a try good we should do shavings on the
0: top of it next time that would be great right yeah is there a name for this Mm-hmm. i told you mm-hmm. after the two-year-old went to bed that's not, that's like a working title i feel Oh, that's really good.
1: That's really good. (laughs) How much Bailey's is in there? Because I'm going to tell you probably it's not enough. (laughs) But it is delicious.
0: I wonder if these would count as morning breakfast shakes. And it counts for me. On the weekends, at least, right? Mm. Hmm. It's really good. Mm. And it has a a malty shake to it.
1: So or I had moldy. to go back
0: for another drink. Like shake, like a, a shake kind of, don't you think? It does.
1: You know that top? There's like a little foam on the top. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that's from. Never mind. That reminds me of. It's, um, no, I think it's from the when you blended it. Oh yeah. I'm just not sure what came up. <clears throat> I mean, like it's probably almond milk. It's mm-hmm. probably what it is or something. But the um, the consistency is.
0: Um. It's, it reminds me of a hot, like a cold hot chocolate. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah, it's like a cold hot chocolate. That's exactly what I was going for, a cold hot chocolate. What do we call that? Nailed it. Cold chocolate. Um, no, we call it after the two-year-old goes to bed. <laughs> so guess what? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. There's... <laughs> there's more in the blender yes so let's fill our glasses up again all right and uh then we'll get started with the abracadaver that sounds perfect all right we'll be back hey lisa hi gina (laughs) all right so we're back we filled up our glasses again and it's half empty again. Yes, and we have pushed all of the toddler toys off of the table so that we could do this. Yeah, I still have my numbers back down here if I need to work yeah. with those. <laughs> I'm working on 1 to 10. So we are talking about The Crossword Mysteries, Abracadaver. It is a brand new 2020 film. It premiered um, on Sunday, January the 5th, I believe. I could be wrong about that. Uh, the director was Jonathan Wright, who also did... One of our favorites, Mistletoe Over Manhattan. You know what? We didn't even really see much of that this year. No, it wasn't really on. Um, No, but we bought it. We did? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's on iTunes. He was actually the assistant director for Mistletoe Over Manhattan, and I like to think of that as one of Hallmark's original Christmas movies. Like, it's still... Um, The North Pole scenes in that movie absolutely cracked me up. In out.
1: The, the Elves Workshop?
0: Yes. Yeah. Because it's literally one room, and it's It's, it's just. Listen, we know. We know that's not really a workshop. very low budget. I know. It's it's like a
1: bathroom, but yet we bought the movie and we watch it. You know, the only
0: reason I like that movie Why? is Mrs. Claus. I do. Uh, I love I Mrs. Love Claus. Her. Yeah, and I love how they decorate the um how they decorate the kids'
1: house. I know, and I love that she does the last bit of it with magic. Yeah, saves a lot of work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Wouldn't
1: you like to have magic and like to take stuff down? Speaking of magic, I know. See, look, look at that segue you did
0: um okay. <laughs> so getting back to it one of the writers um Cecily Rett and Catherine Rett um surpri- it, it always surprises me how many of the writers and even the actors have ties to horror movies because really yeah I think it's interesting because it's such a it I mean, working in the two different genres, those are really extreme different genres. Right. But um, like, for example, these writers did episodes of Nosferatu. Well, this is a mystery. It's not a romance. Yeah, that's true. And Nosferatu did take place at Christmas. I mean, they went to a Christmas land. Uh, What? Yeah, it was the one that was recently on AMC. Did you make me watch Last it? summer, I made you watch the first episode. We both backed out of oh, it. Oh. Yes. Yeah, you remember? No, I am so out on that. Um, so it was just too much. I'm not... It was It was too much for us. It definitely has a population for it. It's because not my population. We legitimately function within the Hallmark universe. Yeah, And when absolutely. we step outside of that... Well, the only way I step out of the Hallmark universe is if I step into the Marvel universe. That's true. You do so. love the Marvel. But when we step out... in when we do step outside of it, we get a little uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I find as I get older, I just have more of a difficult time with I want blood things. and guts and death and
0: <laughs> so, I'm not watching the Hallmark Mystery Channel. <laughs> I know. I know. So um, the writers also wrote uh, the Bates episodes of the Bates Motel. But okay. get this. They wrote, but I'm a cheerleader. Really? That's one of your favorite movies. That's also a horror movie, though. Is it really? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's no, it's not. not. I movie. didn't think
1: so. I'm like, did I miss do? You remember that? Movie? Yes, I do. It was horrible because they sent her to a camp mm-hmm. to be converted. It was a gay conversion camp. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was terrible. I can't tell you that. I don't think that's one of my favorite movies.
0: No, but you. Well, there was a like a time period where you watched it a lot. Well, I did, but it was kind of. It was just like. It's like a car wreck. Oh, you know what? I know why we watched it. It was one of the only gay things on right. TV. Okay. Never mind. Got it. All right. So we have Lacey Chabert as Tess Harper. Um, we have Brennan Elliott as Logan O'Connor. The lovely Barbara Nevin, who I adore. Um, she is... <laughs> she's so interesting. I loved it when she played in... Um, when she played in... Evergreen. Evergreen. Mm-hmm. Yes. When she's the mom... To Ashley Williams, Kringle kinda, I really think she's the mom to the town. She really is in a lot of ways. Um, but I think it's also interesting that she plays in one of our semi-favorites, uh, Christmas Detour. She is CCB's, she's the mom. yeah, yeah oh. possible mother-in-law, and. I mean, she does a great job in that role. Oh yeah, it's she does not a, a great job. But I
1: just don't—you don't like that person. You're—you're designed. That person's designed for you not to like. I, I, exactly. She's and you're a partial antagonist. It's but. funny.
0: It's funny to me. It shows what a good actress she is. But it's funny to me because I see her as the evergreen role. Right. Because I—she I, just seems like such—and then and in this—in this, in this um, movie, she's a very kind person. She's Aunt Candace. Mm-hmm. I, be, I believe that's right. Aunt Candace. Candace, yes. And. Um, is she I, a psychologist or a psychiatrist? I, I get that idea, yes. This is the first crossword
1: mystery that we've watched. Right, and there's two and more not, before it. Right, so I feel like there might have been some some parts that we missed. Right, and we...
0: Tr- <laughs> Trust me, there was a, um, a marathon on, and we tried to watch, but two-year-old again the two-year-old was still (laughs) awake so we did um one thing that i i was not to get ahead but one thing that did bother me a little bit about barbara nevin's character do i need to cut you off here no 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 no. get there no 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 because i i i think that like she's only really in scenes with Lacey chabert right um i do like the beginning she's in the scene with a bianca bianca yes yes and i do but Lacey comes into that scene I like the beginning scene when they're all together for Lacey's birthday. I do too. But I kind of wish that her character was more than just, like, for bouncing ideas off. Like, I feel like Lacey Chabert bounces ideas off of her. And she doesn't really have a. I mean she brought in the idea of the fundraising party and that you know the other pieces of the of the puzzle that we're right. missing I, I guess i i just like her so much i wish she played a bigger role i think she's tied to the community that's true because well i mean obviously she
1: has clients and she can bring in like the i guess the psychoanalysis yeah. role. i'm not sure if that's the right word but where she can kind of talk about motive or why someone would do something. That's an excellent point, yeah. And, like, and then we're getting ahead because we haven't talked about it, but she provides um, Lacey with help, but she provides Bianca with help, too. That's true. That's true. And so I think that she has a purpose, mm-hmm. but I think it is a link to the outside that that's a world that Lacey's not sort of not in, necessarily. Right.
0: I'm sorry, Tess. She's not Lacey in the movie. (laughs) Um, I think we need to go back, though. Yeah, we do need to go back. But one other person I want to point out in the cast, I I mean, there's several talented people in the cast, but um, the man, John Kapalos, I hope I'm saying that correctly, who plays Brendan Elliott's father, he is Rudy from Sixteen Candles. Do you remember okay 16 i love 16 candles but who's 16 rudy? candles is a rudy like one of the my one of my iconic films it, it formed who i am i feel like but do you <laughs> remember when the her older molly ringwald's older sister gets married yeah and he she marries the oily bull hunk. <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. rudy her husband yes oh my
1: gosh that's rudy wow so, I never yeah. I noticed that. Well, when I saw that. his face, I was like, oh, I know who that is. Really? Well, first, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't catch that he was his dad.
0: It, well, I thought it was just like a fatherly role. I think Cause that's what he called a pop or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then I heard of, a pop. Oh. I think it's because we were coming in on the third one. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so these are the brainchild of the the actual New York Times crossword puzzle creator, Will Shorts. And he does have, um, like little roles in, I've seen, I think. Really? Yeah. Um, so the idea here is that, um, I'll, read the synopsis really okay. quickly a well-known magician drops dead in the middle of a dangerous trick on stage in front of a packed audience but when the sudden death turns out to be murder new york sentinel crossword editor and part-time sleuth tess Harper <laughs> and nypd detective logan o'connor team up to discover exactly whose sleight of hand is behind the deadly now you see him now you don't stunt Together, they must uncover the not-so-obvious clues and work their investigative magic to bring a killer to justice. So, um, this was filmed in Canada, of course. It wrapped in August. Um, And get this, it was supposed to be on in the fall. Hmm. You know why it wasn't? I'm thinking. I don't know. Lifetime jumped the gun on their Christmas movies. Oh, so Hallmark had to move yep. it up? Interesting. Yep. Hallmark, well, no, they they had to drop it and put it in January. No, I mean, Hallmark moved, moved their, up their Christmas, Christmas movies, movies up. up. That's what yeah, they hear. moved up the miracles of Christmas. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Now, you would
1: think that that would be a well-known fact what Lifetime was going to do. I really felt that Lifetime stepped up their game this year. Well, you know what? That's it, not what we're talking about. But
0: Emily and I, and more so Emily, she got um, an early schedule of the Hallmark Christmas movies, countdown right. to Christmas, and it was really interesting to see over the process of us doing those um, movies how much the schedule changed. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's it's it almost reminds me of like a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, they're putting people in, taking people out, moving the schedule around, doing this, doing that. And I Well, now that there's more players in the game, so to speak, mm-hmm. they're really vying for... Prime real estate. Yeah. Well, they're vying for the, the viewers. Mm-hmm. And they have to put out quality content. I mean, I just... I caught a couple of Lifetime movies, and they were... I, I thought they were pretty I good. Thought were pretty, I thought they were better than I've seen them. I world. thought they were better than i have seen them, but I don't think they were as good as Hallmark. I just don't think that... I think they're...
1: To, you know, use your and Emily's phrase about the coziness. Mm-hmm. I don't think the coziness is there in the same way. I don't either. Yeah, but I I enjoyed them. There are several, there are several that I saw this season that I enjoyed. I did too. But I do appreciate that it's very diverse. Well, it's... So that already makes me slightly more happy.
0: The Hallmark universe is exceptionally cozy yes it is not exceptionally diverse no it is not and i wish i hope after all you know the crap they caught this year Mm -hmm. i hope that changes and i'm not just talking about more gay characters i'm talking about just representing america the way we look right that's that's what i want because he's being a starring role i think people don't understand how important it is to see representation of themselves of on tv are, right. it makes the whole world of difference and i
1: think we understand that differently too because of how special our son is yeah and different he has different things that he that make him special for who he and is and i want like, to see him
0: represented on right. screen yeah and like we saw that target ad and i was so yeah this this week bored we, me we saw a target ad and our son um our son uses a walker sometimes, and... Well, that's how he learned to walk. Yeah. That's the only and way he could So walk. there was a Target ad, and on the side, on the uh, end of the... What are those called at the end of the aisles? which is like an... It's, it's an end cap, but it wasn't yeah really an end cap. It right. was more of a... But it was like an a, advertisement. An eight-foot printout. Mm-hmm. Like a poster. Yeah, like a poster that was on the end of an end cap, and it was a, a little girl in the clothes, mm-hmm. in Target clothes, But she was using the exact same walker that our son uses. Yeah, what really got me was her, but it was the little boy standing, looking up at her. Yeah,
1: who also had and seeing himself a walker. Yes. Yeah, and I think that. I think that too often we don't we strive for normal what everybody is and we don't see beyond that. No, you know. And Cooper's normal, our normal is different than other people's. Yeah. So that's one thing that I enjoyed about watching Lifetime because I feel like it was more representational.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Same reason I watched Doc McStuffins and there's a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. And that I didn't. Realize he only has half a body. Yeah. Which he's a toy. <laughs> so you can you know it's a little different, but I mean it's like but you know it, there's still a representation because he was talking about I can use I can roll my chair right in there and
0: mm-hmm. I see kids at school all the time because we're both teachers mm-hmm. I see kids at school all the time that just want to be seen right they want someone to see them and. I think I spend probably 75% of my day trying to find the kids who want to be seen. Right. And I wish that America could figure that out. Right. It would make a world of difference. All right. <clears throat> so,
1: and now back to the actual movie. Back thing. to
0: the movie. Let's here put our soap boxes away. I'll put yours over here. Um, <laughs> Hold on, okay. I need to climb back on the chair. <laughs> so we um, start off with the movie, and it is Lacey Chabert's. It's Tess, Tess's birthday, mm-hmm. um, and before that, she's at the New York Sentinel, and she meets the beat reporter, the mm-hmm. new the new crime reporter guy, Reed. yeah, Reed, and. Um, no, she like, she's so nice, because she right off the bat just invites him to her birthday. She, she,
1: I think she only invited him to start off with, because there was a, there was a plant on the, she, there was a desk sitting opposite hers, mm-hmm. and there was a plant there, mm-hmm. and he picked up to move. There's obviously something that happened in the first two movies. Well, there was someone he, that
0: shared the space
1: with her that she... Right. Because she said, well, that was... Right. Whoever the character's name was, I don't know. And... He he liked that plan, right? So obviously he he, something must have happened to him that he was no longer there. So I think
0: she almost was making up for that, and he was hinting big time too. Well, yeah, but so she does invite him, which I thought was really nice. And so they go to a place called the Magic Manor for her birthday. Now this Magic Manor is where she takes magic classes.
1: Yeah, she takes magic. She's been taking magic classes for a crossword puzzle she's doing. Right. But it starts
0: out, actually, at the Magic Manor. It doesn't start at the Sentinel. Okay, you know what? In the Hallmark... In the Hallmark universe these people have the best jobs in the world I know if I could go and do research like this to do crossword puzzles or to do you and Emily would be happy as anything I know you guys are like you are happy just looking on the internet to find information Emily is by far the best researcher I have Mm -hmm. ever like her job as a librarian is I mean she was probably one of the best social studies teachers I've ever known but her job as a librarian is Taylor made for her Absolutely and she is like made. so opposite a librarian like if you think <laughs> of a librarian that's Emily is not a librarian but again, that's a stereotypical right librarian. but if you ask Emily to find something on the internet like people can google search things but Emily can find anything I know it's like a needle in a haystack Search so for her and right. I think I'm good but I usually just text her and say hey can you hey, help can me you find help this yeah. all right What's okay because you know she can do it in two minutes right yeah and and find the best
1: stuff and you could do it in 30 and i could never do it no <laughs> but, she, but it starts out there and um it starts out at the magic manor and she's taking the classes and she goes to leave and she's a little snoopy like she shouldn't be uh-huh but well, she here's a gunshot yeah and she's she. she and so I'm like, we're starting the murder off this early. I thought that was really early too. Yeah, but that's when she's already met, or seen the amazing Alistair. He's uh-huh. the magician. They were practicing. And, and Bianca, his, um, what is she called? The uh, assistant, magician's assistant. Right. She, yeah. She was.
0: They were practicing for the trick for that night show. Yeah. So, and then she kind of gets in trouble because the stopped us to be there. The owner says, "You know, you're not supposed to do that." So that that's all before. But then, fast forward. But there's to, an importance to that. That's why there is an importance to that. Fast forward to her um, birthday party, and so they all have. You know, it's it's uh, her assistant from Mark, Aunt Candace, her Brennan Elliot, and the new guy, Reed. And right away. There's a little bit of friction between... Yeah, well, because Logan's there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all comfortable. I'm like, oh,
1: okay, this feels nice. Those and two. And he gets her a birthday present, and I thought yeah. it was a very charming birthday present. It was very yeah, cute. He, he got her this bracelet that had a puzzle piece, uh-huh. like a, a crossword puzzle. Which turns um, out to John. be
0: important later. Right. Which he knew was going to come into play. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. of course. But... Those two could stand in a room together and have chemistry. Right. You know, I, I didn't feel it was quite as much in this I one. didn't either. Yeah. That's why I, I think was there's surprised. other reasons we can talk about later. But yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, Tess's, um, let's see, Tess's assistant. Um, I do not have any idea what her name was. I, I can't remember either, I but she's volunteered. And they take her watch, give it back. Um, um, and the magician bends over, and he's having, like, trouble breathing. hmm And then we notice he's that. He's a little dizzy, seems yeah. to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And so the magician pulls out a three fifty seven Magnum. hmm Calls up Tess to write something on the bullet. hmm So we know that it's the right bullet. And she puts on her initials. T H, um, and he says, you know, twelve people have perished during this. Um, and so Bianca takes the gun, shoots. Now, how and it is, goes through that plate glass? Yeah, right? oh, how was this trick it? supposed to work?
1: Well, we find out later yeah. that the bolt was actually made of wax. Right, that's what it was. Right, and so it was made to essentially disintegrate you know went up on hitting the glass when it hit the plexiglass it hit the glass not plexiglass it was real glass wasn't it i thought it was plexiglass they hit the glass
0: okay Uh Uh whatever
1: the word hit it and and then it would break it but it would also like split up so you couldn't see it right and then he was supposed to have the bullet in his mouth
0: right and he would have done that
1: by a sleight of hand right when tess handed him back because we find out through her magic her less
0: her magic lessons that everything's about a sleight of hand yeah um so bianca you know the the bullet goes off and she's like you know wait what's going on here um and come to find out he's down and of course she starts screaming right um and (laughs) screaming before you see him down yeah there's a guy in the audience yes and he you've already seen him before right and we find out later he's some kind of a Bill Gates tech baron kind of guy he immediately gets up with his security and leaves right now I thought this was a little shaky because um, I thought to myself, shouldn't shouldn't that theater be immediately locked down? Well, and everyone should Logan get a goes statement. To the stage and does it right, but, but on it, his way up to the stage, and the confusion after that the guy, shot, yeah, they leave, they leave, they leave. Um, but then when he's up there, Logan's up there, the lights go out. Right. Were you suspicious when the lights went out? Of course. Yeah. The lights you know always what I go
1: out. And I, I'm not going to say too much. But I want to say this: I watched the stage because I thought something was going to happen.
0: Did you? I did,
1: but I saw nothing happen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Nothing did happen. No. Um. <laughs> no. there's a reason for my saying that. So right. we'll get to later. But so we find out um, Aunt Candace, which I think this lends to her role of being like a therapist or whatever. She is comforting Bianca.
1: Okay, you missed a part that I think is important here.
0: Yeah. Oh, when I yeah. Missed. When he's shot, mm-hmm. the owner
1: rushes the stage because he does mm-hmm. the lights and everything. He rushes the right st- on the stage and he asks if there's a doctor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's a diverse member of the population, mm-hmm. which is, I think, the only diverse part that I remember. Mm-hmm. That says I'm a doctor, and he goes up and he tries to resuscitate him, and he's like, "There's there's it's no bullet. There's-, there's no bullet hole." That's the tricky part because there's no bullet pull. Excuse me. There's no bullet pull. Oh, I mean, there's nothing I can do. I'm sorry. Right. And he said he's gone. Yeah. And Took his falls, said he was gone. And yeah, he, there was nothing else that he could do there. Right.
0: Um, so that's when, of course, Logan detains everybody because they're right, not allowed right. out. And you're right. That is very important. Yeah. Um, but then we also find out that in the process of all of that, the dressing room has b- been broken into. Right. Now we didn't mention
1: what the dressing room was before. Because when Tess is in class at the Magic Manor, you also are seeing two storylines. You're also seeing where the amazing Alistair, or Alistair and Bianca, mm-hmm. are backstage. Mm-hmm. And there's this trunk that gets delivered. Right to Alistair mm-hmm. and it's for a trick that he's working on that Bianca because Bianca asked him and biancas I was puzzled a bit by her character mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was the actor the actress that played her role or if it was how her role was designed I don't know either and, and you and I briefly talked about Sorry, Emily. Jean and I talked about it a little bit. And <laughs> I, I you, broke a cardinal rule for the podcast.
0: You and I briefly talked about if if you would ask me if you thought she was a good actor or not. And I, you know what I think? I think she did a good job at casting doubt. Because I doubted her she the, did. the entire I, time. I doubted
1: her the entire time, too. But I also couldn't buy her character. Okay. I don't know why, but and it could it could have been placed because she was unhappy in her job. Yeah. So it could have been because of that. I'd be interested to see what people here, if any, or feel if anybody else has a
0: yeah a take on Bianca. Um, you know, one thing I did notice about doing these mysteries is they're a lot harder than the regular movies. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is the very. This
1: is this is like the very thing that was, I think, causing my hand stress. Or, I have arthritis? <laughs> no, no. But I, when that comes in, remember, us. So, no. Nope sorry i had to come back to that one. <laughs> this is so hard it is because i was so afraid i was going to miss something that was vital to the story because you don't know
0: right so we have uh the dressing room has been broken into we had the trunk that appeared beforehand um we also note that alistair drinks right before right the the magic yes, beyond. which he normally doesn't say he, he normally doesn't do that right so that's
1: but you something else that something was bothering him because remember he goes up to rock i think his name rocky the guy. That owns the yeah. place. He goes up to him, and they're having no. He had a discussion with him, but he has a. He calls the guy that um, that's teaching, the, that's magic teaching class. the magic class out because he asked him a favor. Yeah, and when he asked him a favor, they're you can very tell very shortly. Don't know other. what it is. Right. Yeah, and then after that, you you oh you start to. To suspect something's going on because he asked for a, her to get a glass. hmm So Bianca brings back a glass and he has a drink, which isn't normal for him. Right. And in the front of that
0: shot, you see the trunk. Yeah. So. As the evening is wrapping up and the people are milling about in the lobby of the manor. Um, you notice that um, Tess handed Bianca
1: her card and said if you needed anything. Yeah. To just let me know and be in touch and that's when Logan gives her a not so subtle warning yeah stay out
0: (laughs) because you've done this like 500 times but even despite that Tess sees a woman walking Uh up the stairs in a gold dress this is part of her love philosophy if I didn't want to be seen the last thing I would be wearing was a sparkling gold dress so she walks up the stairs wear basic black And Tess decides to follow her. Of course she would. And I'm like, that is so gutsy. She follows her up the stairs, you know, through a couple of corners and into this room that's got a long hallway and ends in a wall. And so Tess opens the door. The room is empty. The woman had just walked in there. Right. Tess walks in. I know. And I'm like, you are so gutsy. No one knows where you are. Right, Right. Exactly. All right. So um, next day, um, the chief says that there is a chemical residue on the bullet. Um, And then we find out there was some kind of a toxic dose of fish toxin in the scotch glass. Right. So on the bullet and in the glass. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Which is what they
1: list as the cause of death
0: so tess um of course goes and checks on bianca because why wouldn't she well and she has to get her jacket back well yeah and she she probably had a magic class who knows well i'm sure she did anyway she finds out that bianca and alistair were a
1: couple right accidentally because they're cleaning up the mess in the
0: her dressing room right she's helping her clean it up Um, so it's not like bianca volunteered this information right she sees a picture of them actually and then she finds out that bianca wanted to be a headliner But someone named um, Sinclair Sinclair was convincing Alistair to do this magic trick and kind of pulling him away. So, um, and of course, um, Logan, again, enters the picture. Another another warning. And says, come on, keep it together, stay away, go do your crosswords. Yeah, keep out of the investigation test speech, is what I said. At (laughs) this point... At this point, I'm like, she's smart. Just let her help. I know. You know? Just put her on staff. Right. Um, so Logan questions Bianca. She asks her, um, you know, am I a suspect? And, and she talks about how he drank and he drank, but he didn't do that before. Hanging right. Um, and then. So that's like the first piece. I feel that Bianca kind of dropped in there. Right. That led to.
1: Some led to other clues that were important for the solving.
0: Yeah. Um and then Aunt, Aunt Candace and Tess have coffee and they bounce information off of each other and that's when we hear about the fundraising party. Right. That Alistair was also performing at. Mm-hmm. So I think the one of Candace's friends. Yeah. So I think um Candace is giving us other pieces of the puzzle. But during that
1: time, remember, at that party, something goes missing. Mm-hmm. A priceless Oh, um, the Jade that was at another. Oh, party. okay. That was at Sinclair's party, I believe. So yeah, no, no, that was not Sinclair. Sinclair is the one who designs the tricks. That's it right. was at the uh, the the tech millionaire that disappeared. Right. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. But I'm getting ahead of myself. The, the story, that w- there are these parties that Alistair is performing at. Mm-hmm. And there are these very um, affluent parties. Right. And, you know, he's there. And then something very rare mm-hmm. or very um, expensive. expensive is coming up missing each time. Um, okay. So, Logan goes to Alistair's apartment, finds a note that says, Meet Me Beyond the Stars XO. Mm-hmm. Dun-dun-dun. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. What Um, did you think at first? I don't know. You know what? At that point, I was writing so fast. I know. We had to pause (laughs) the movie several times. So we find out from Alistair's aunt, um, she was more like a mom to him, actually. Mm -hmm. And then we find out that... Uh, Alistair's sister Claire was an anthropologist she was out of town but she's the one who came in and identified the body right and then <laughs> Alistair's aunt is very puzzled by the fact that Claire never said hi to her never called her came into town identified the body and left yeah because she was there so infrequently mm-hmm. I have thought she might have ended up dead too uh yeah me too that was my thought um, but, you know, that was kind of weird. I'm like, I know that's important. I'm just, I'm not sure why. At uh, that time? Right. Right. Yeah, I just wasn't sure why. He also finds out that,
1: you know, Rocco was, they, in his interview process, that Rocco was trying to to take away his headliner status. Right. So you find out that Alistair is a bit more desperate. Yeah. Which added a little bit to the... To, the to mystery. me, added more to the mystery, but also to the cousin, or the... Cousin? Was it, it was his cousin. Yeah, Claire.
0: Yes. No, Cl- Claire was his sister. Sister? I wrote down yeah. cousin. Okay, could have been. I don't know. Listen, there was a lot of writing. There was a lot of writing. So, um, we also find out that um, Laysa Chabert's teacher, the magic teacher, that the two of them... He and Alistair were partners. Right. Um, And they had a really good thing going. Mm -hmm. Um, But this uh, Sinclair person was pulling Alistair away. Right. (coughs) Pardon me. Wanting to do more elaborate tricks. Um, Carmack. Yes. His name name was Carmack. Yeah. Um, And so it, it was really. That basically took Tess to want to find out who the Sinclair person right. was. I wanted to know, too. Well, I did, too, but it was... They went mm-hmm. to the website for Sinclair, and it turned out to be all of these riddles, and... Uh, there was a rabbit,
1: and it was about Alice in Wonderland, the looking glass, basically the Basically, you went hole. down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah,
0: spirits, something about spirits, yeah. Right, and you ended up... She, Again, yeah. gutsy as anything, yeah. ends They're up in a an old part of town. Yes, mm-hmm. ends up in an old abandoned warehouse. She has like seemingly abandoned. Yeah, well, well, but there turns out to be there, um, and we don't know that it's Sinclair is there. Um, but this person, Sinclair, is actually Anne Morrison, who was a prop maker. Right
1: now, Sinclair is the woman who. Has designed all these contemporary magic tricks mm-hmm. that Alistair is now trying. Right. And she... she was fascinating.
0: She was, but she had a very questionable past. Well, absolutely. Because she was as in Las... Morrison. As She was in Las Vegas when another magician was killed mm-hmm. in the midst of one of her stunts. Was it Zephyr, I think, or something? Yeah, 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 that's right.
1: And her, weren't her prints found on the gun? Uh, no, it was a fiery explosion.
0: Yes, it was the explosion. It was a fire
1: explosion.
0: So, um, Logan uh, talks to Tessa's teacher, Cormac, and, you know, he's obviously a. So, he obviously suspects Cormac because, um, you know, he took away his headline status from him. Uh, I mean, he's, he has a He pride. didn't take it away. Well, I know. officer like, died. And they need somebody to fill it. Well, no, I guess what I meant was the fact that Cormac and Alistair were together; that they oh, broke up. The friction there. Yeah, you know, the friction. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. So um, he comes up and he has a really good alibi: um, working security in a nightclub. Right. So and that all checks out because.
1: Magicians make money about, like, teachers. They don't make much. I was just going to say that. So they have to have a second career.
0: Um, Okay. So, um, and then, of course, Tess is back where she shouldn't be. And Cormac
1: is taking over as the headliner. Right. And Bianca is going to be his assistant.
0: Yeah. Okay. So he's replacing Alistair. There's a lot of suspicion. A lot. Um, Of course, Tess goes back and talks to Bianca. Um, The trunk that was delivered... Is now missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bianca states that Alistair uh, did ballroom dancing and he had another partner. Mm-hmm. So you see the picture. Too. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. dun dun dun. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think because the whole time Tess feels that like Bianca's. Innocent, she does. She's. I, I feel like the whole time she's fully on Bianca's side, right? And Logan says that she's the prime suspect because right. of all of these events. And all I'm thinking is, is that listen, I feel Tessa's got to be a good judge of character because it's Lacey Chabert, exactly. So I've got to believe that I'm on Tessa's side. I'm Whatever. N- I'm on, no, I'm on Lacey's
0: side. But <laughs> that made me on Tessa's side. So the trick that Cormac's going to do with this is the sword cabinet, and apparently the handcuffs that they use, if you click them together, they just automatically release. Mm-hmm. And so um, they, <laughs> and that's that's obviously important when Bianca shows right. us how the handcuffs work. Right. Um, we see security footage of the trunk being delivered um, and that is where the tech billionaire is involved. Right. That about the delivery, too. Remember, there is something special that the guy wears mm-hmm. that
1: identifies him later. I don't know if you want to bring that in yet.
0: Uh, yeah, you're, uh, I don't know. Let's hold off on it. okay. that. It's hard doing a mystery. I know. Okay. I've got arrows. I've got. <laughs> um, so, Bianca asks um, Go ahead. No. So, are
1: you doing that? Because when she finds out, you know test at this time okay so bianca tells her about this mm-hmm. the tech millionaire we get into that part we need to go back and you were going to say something about the tech millionaire gets involved
0: no go ahead he was
1: that's it, when we see this mysterious guy delivering the, 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 trunk. the trunk right but then it goes to the dressing room scene right mm-hmm where Bianca is getting ready for the show. Right. And she hears something and she goes into the, I don't know, like an anteroom or something yeah. on the other side mm-hmm. where she notices there's a broken flower face on the floor.
0: Right. And that's exactly what I was going to talk about. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, go ahead. Oh,
1: no. So anyway, she finds the handcuffs and um, that you hit. Oh, no. She gets ready. She's suspicious. She grabs her phone and calls Tess and says, there's something weird right. going on. Right. Can you please call me? And
0: meet me Basically. And meet me in the dressing, in the dressing room at intermission. Yeah. So um, Cormac starts the um, sword box trick. Um, and right when Tess is in Bianca's uh, room... The storylines are going on the, the... They're going at the going same back time. and forth, yeah. And Tess realizes that in her hands are the fake handcuffs. That Yeah, she picks them up. Right. And she's like, because they were kind of knocked down underneath something. Yes. And so Tess realizes that Bianca's about to get it. Mm-hmm. And she goes running in and stops the... Right in the middle of stage. Yeah. Running in, stops it, and um, she could have been killed. And uh, Logan arrests Cormac. Yeah, because
1: there's like three. What I thought was interesting: there were three swords that went in. The mm-hmm. first two were fine. I don't understand how that happened. I don't know. Well, the last the was, one she should have gone through her head. No, the last one was going to go through the like the middle of her body. Okay, I thought it was her head. No, the the second one was like above her head, which is probably that's reasonable. The other one was probably between her legs, which was reasonable. Okay, I, I felt was reasonable. Yeah. But when he arrests Cormac the when Bianca runs on stage, you can hear excuse me, when Tess runs on stage, you can hear Bianca screaming. And there was a drum roll that was going during like magic shows have drum rolls and music to right. to lead up to, you know, the the climax of what the 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 joke the joke, oh my gosh, the trick is. So as soon as that's turned off, you hear her screaming. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just, and he gets arrested. He's like, that wasn't to cover up anything. It was just to, so people couldn't hear the handcuffs. Yeah. It wasn't like I was trying to drown out her screaming. Right. And again, this makes him look guilty. Right. Right. As anything. Yeah. And, you know, why? I was trying to figure out why he would want to kill
0: her. Yeah. So, um, we find out that this is where we find out that things are stolen: the mm-hmm. snuff box from a fundraiser, the jade bowl from Drexler. We also, Drexler's a millionaire. Yes. We also find out that Aaron Morrison is from Indiana. Where did she get that accent from? From Indiana. I is don't that like know. when Madonna went to London and got a? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what was happening there. I don't know, but I felt she was, she was such a quirky character that it worked. She was a very quirky character. Um, so Tess looks up ballroom dancing. Um, and that's where I saw Will Shorts. He was dancing in the ballroom. I'm pretty sure that's where I saw him. The actual... New really? York, yeah.
1: I don't... I don't know what it looks like, but I'm But I, I thought it was
0: adorable that Tess and Logan mm. start dancing the tango. Right. That was so cute. But it was cute that he was the one who led it. Yeah. Yeah. So we find out that Alistair's dance partner is Julia. Because we see a picture on the wall. Um and julia lives upstairs so uh the the dance instructor was kind of free with information free with information but she was also very like quirky i liked her but she was very free with information Mm -hmm. um so tess and logan go upstairs of course and lo and behold julia is packed and ready to go did you notice that i thought it was
1: great because how are they supposed to go up there because she didn't want to reveal they didn't want to reveal that Logan was a police officer yet because they right. didn't have any evidence right so Tess pulls out our earrings and says yes. hey the lady downstairs whatever her so name do was you-
0: says that she thought these were yours great cover and this place that they're at is called the Galaxy Social Club yeah Think
1: back to the note. The note, right? Me, me beyond the stars Yes. that took me a long time to get there. <laughs>
0: it really did the movie because I'm like, why is that note? What's up about that note? And strangely enough, Julia has a husband. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Julia's job was? She's was a pharmacist.
0: Oh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The plot thickens. It does. So um I feel like we should say like a hundred times. <laughs> um Tess goes back and talks to Rocco and he has absolutely no memory of a woman in a gold dress. None whatsoever. This is when I started thinking it was him. And I think to... I I think to myself that dress stuck out. It wasn't very pretty. No, I didn't think so either. But what do we know about dresses? That's stereotyping. I know. Okay. So anyways, um, they end up looking at the blueprints of the magic manor that's logan's looking at that yes at the same time tess is at the magic
1: manor being snoopy
0: yes and logan finds out that there is a missing six feet of space Mm -hmm. in that hmm, hallway where tess was where the woman in the gold dress vanished right um so of course while we're seeing this tess is making her way down that hallway right. and thank goodness it's almost like they're narrating yes horror or what, exactly yeah. her bracelet falls off right oh
1: thank goodness but this bracelet's is falling off like five or six times it was right it was a little too obvious it was going to happen
0: but it is an hour and a half
1: movie on homework yeah
0: so tess realizes that at the end of this hallway there's a fake wall right she opens it up but, and there was some kind of clue i don't remember what the clue was Oh, I can't remember,
1: but again, oh, oh, because Rocco had given her a clue, and he said something about what your mind sees, what your eye see sees, mind right. believes, yeah. or something like that. It was about master magic in general, yeah. But she's saying that and realizes she's saying it to yourself It's yeah. a
0: hidden door, and she opens it, and it's this ladder down, right? And again, again, she follows it Yep, not me. Okay. I'd have been like um, Logan or some stairs you need to go down. Right. And she just, she heads right on down. Um, And thank goodness, Logan, you know, he, he, she climbs down to the basement. Um, She's not alone. She's not alone. And just when we hear her and Logan has shown up by now and Mm he um, is up there in the the hallway, hallway. Right. And we hear her scream at the same time that he finds the bracelet. Um, But you know what I love is that when he comes down, it's not like saving the damsel in distress. Because she gets away from him. She elbows the crap out of him. And she's the one who breaks free. So I really like that. It wasn't like the, oh, come help me. Save me, Logan. Right. It was, I can take care of this myself. I'm glad you're here. Let's keep going. Go get him. Yeah. But I really... That guy was big.
1: Oh, He was huge. That's why I'm not sure if that was really realistic. Yeah. Because she's a little person. <laughs> well... I mean, remember we were talking about that. She yeah. seems like she's not very tall. And... We're, we're not in this movie but in something else and we were wondering to ourselves how, how how tall she really was right and for this guy mm-hmm. I do appreciate the point you're trying to make but he was big yeah that would have been hard for
0: Logan to get away from he gets away from Logan that's true he runs away he gets away from him so Tess has the idea to talk to an antique dealer about the possibility of the jade bowl, which is one of the items that's gone missing. Right. This is where my handwriting, by the way, just goes absolutely bonkers because everything starts We're getting close to super the Fast, fast I right know. Here. Yeah. And so the guy says yes. You know, he he does know what she's talking about with the bowl. It was a big guy, bald, and a skull ring. Right. That skull ring is the kicker. Right. Um, That's what ties it all together. Right. So they get the guy on the security tape who's bringing in the trunk trunk also has a skull ring. Um, And then we find out that the supposed doctor who said there was nothing else he could do on stage Mm -hmm. was not Not a doctor. doctor. Dr. Cohen was in a conference Mm -hmm. in Seattle and that was not even a doctor. Nope. Not a doctor. Mm -mm.
1: There's no resolution on who he was and I know it doesn't matter but I don't like open-ended stuff
0: and the person who identified Alistair's body uh-huh. was not Claire nope who was it it <sighs> Julia. It was Julia from saying she was Claire, the, which is why Alistair's partner. She did not want to go see the aunt. Right. Because she probably didn't even, she probably knew there was an aunt, but. Right. Yeah. So I think y'all know where we're going with mm-hmm. this. Because Julia identified the body. The doctor wasn't a doctor. So surprise, surprise. Alistair's not dead. I know. Were you, I, go ahead. I was surprised. That was a, because a It was surprised.
1: But you're seeing at the same time that down in nope, go ahead.
0: <laughs> I'm jumping ahead. So the so then my question was who who is the body? Right. How did they get the body? They suspect he's alive. Yes. Right. And we find out he is alive because, because Julia have, is meeting him so the two of right. them can escape together. The coroner's office, remember,
1: came over and said that's how they find out that that's not the person who identified his body. Yeah. Oh, right. that, that um, it was. That Julia was the person right. who identified his body. And, and it and turns out to be Julia's husband is that's the actual body.
0: <laughs> I was
1: a little... I was kind of surprised by that one. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure where he was going to come in, but I appreciated that point because I thought it was a good...
0: Mm, to the movie. <laughs> so, um, in the end... Uh, and, and I in the end of course they were caught right Julia and Alistair um, remember um, what Logan found in the apartment that
1: tied it all together really underneath the couch or something because uh-huh. he went in there and everything was gone she left off her furniture right he found the tip of the jade bowl <gasps>
0: that's right that was some good detective that was some good work yeah I would and never that, have seen that that pulled it all together right, that for to them. me that pulled it all together yeah well, that in the skull ring, <laughs> Um and so, and, and I love the way um, it, it kind of. Well, actually, there was a key to the trapdoor right, on you the stage. That yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a key to the trapdoor on the stage. I thought
1: Rocco was setting her up. I still I, felt that Rocco was. I kind of did too. Involved somehow, and I thought because I really thought they were trying to like he was being having to do things in order to pay off debt. Yeah. That Alistair had somehow accrued.
0: Right. So Tessa's at the Magic Manor. Um she does the Key to the trap door, and mm-hmm. there's like a slide that goes down to another room. And we knew Logan was coming.
1: yeah I thought, thank God we knew he's coming because Rocco said, Logan should be here in a minute, but I gotta go do this. Will it's, you hold this for him?
0: Yeah, and so that's how they were able, when the lights went off, to change the bodies. Right, but I watched on stage because I thought, something's gonna happen here that's really
1: not Alistair. And the lights were off for such a short period of time, I didn't
0: see it. And it I did, but it was so part. short. But it was that it was very short. So I don't understand. And Julia was the one that actually flashed the lights on the night of the murder. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, she was the one. Um, so Logan and Tess they get stuck in that room. It was really cool. It
1: has this ramp to bring back yeah. down, and she notices the gurney, and that's how they figure out that's how they got right. Alistair's
0: body out. Um, and then the guy with the skull ring comes in he's going to take care of business he's got a gun pointed down in the hole yes and uh of course he is no match for tess and logan mm-hmm. it's more like it was tess because she had to find a
1: secret way out and she used her crossword vocabulary skills and <laughs> got him out the book remember yeah yeah um and so yeah they they got out portal to, portal was the name of the book Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah.
0: I thought that was brilliant. Julia and Alistair are arrested. And then to wrap it all up, Bianca becomes the headliner. Yeah. I didn't think her show was that good. Yeah. I just, I don't, I think
1: I just had some bias against her. (laughs) I don't think you liked her. (laughs) It's not that I didn't, didn't want, I don't know. There was something about her. Mm -hmm. I thought she
0: was emotionally unavailable. Oh, That's saying a lot. I didn't tie into it. Yeah. Yeah. She was a little unavailable. Like, I wanted to have more empathy for her character. Right. I didn't really care very much what happened to her.
1: No, I don't care that she was a headliner. Well, you know, go for the women, but still. Well, yeah, but, and I would like to have at the end been like, oh, yay, she deserves it. Right. Yeah. She was just beating down all these, just no, but no. (laughs) I'm sure (laughs) she deserved it because Tess said so. You know, the Skull guy turned out to be Julia's cousin. Would steal. Mm hmm. Right. Um, and um, Julia had been involved with Alistair for a year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Scott, her husband, found out and was violently angry. Yeah. But Alistair, what, when they were dating, Alistair was stealing those things because he had to have the money because, again, magicians don't make much.
0: Right. And look, so that girl had on a gold dress. I guess she needed to buy it. So you and I like these mysteries. Yeah. Um, we typically. Well, we're big fans of Aurora Tea Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, this is the first crossword mystery we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, what's your opinion?
1: I, I really did find it was entertaining. I really liked the part that um, Tess kept bringing in all of the words, mm-hmm. all like different vocabulary words. That listen my friends don't use. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, words that is not, there is not, ooh, see? Words that are not just common in everyday vocabulary when you deal with middle schoolers. So, I I loved that part. I loved how the, the writers had the whole part about the mystery, you know, the rabbit hole with the Alice in Wonderland. I thought that was intriguing. I like the fact that um, Tess, was independent, went ahead, and did these things, even though Logan told her not to. Mm-hmm. But I also think that is kind of part of what Hallmark does. You know, like, um, Candace Cameron Bray, she does it, even though she doesn't have approval from people that she's seen at the time. And there's another one I was watching, The Red Herring. Is that all right? Yeah. Ruby, Ruby Herring? Matt Taylor Cole? Yeah, and it was a kind of similar part to that. Doesn't stop me from watching them and enjoying them, because they do. The problem well, that bothered me with the first part was I didn't feel the chemistry between Tess and Logan. Um, Logan. I did at the end. Mm-hmm. There's a couple moments, the beginning I did and at the end and um, where they go out for burgers and mm-hmm. And so that made me feel better in the end, and I think that made me then want to see another mystery of theirs. Because I got—I have to admit—I like that little tension, the I romantic flirting in it.
0: I like—I um, like—I I thought it was fairly smart. I did like that. Um, I I wish they would rely a little more on the crossword part of it. Um, I understand that, like the first one, the 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 clues came from the crossword. Um, I wish that it was a little more involved than just her taking a magic class. And and that's hard to write. I get that. That's really hard to write. Um, But I really enjoyed it. I mean, I would be hard-pressed to find anything that Lacey Chabert did that wasn't good. Right, I agree. I mean... And I would not... You know, my mom and I were
1: talking about, and then you and I also had the conversation that... The mysteries you don't tend to rewatch a hundred times. I've told you I've seen Winter in, what, the Winter and Veil. every time it's been on. Yeah. well, and I watched it too because we DVR'd it. When that thing comes for but, sale, it's it's ours. I know. I, but I don't. This is not something I wouldn't invest in any of the movies that I think. Any different of the mysteries? You, yeah, they're different when you watch them because you don't really want to rewatch them. I mean, yeah, I agree with you that. You don't have a pressing need to rewatch them. Mm-hmm. But I have rewatched them. But it's like background TV when I'm creating paper, doing right. lesson plans, something right. like that. Because
0: we've watched Aurora Tea Garden a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say, like. I'm very excited. You and I are doing, because Emily's not a fan of the mysteries, so you and I are doing Rue the Day on Sunday with Brooke Burns, and... What's her mysteries called? uh, The Gourmet Detective. Okay, because I've seen a couple of those. Oh, I love those. You're a big fan of Brooke Burns. Very big fan of Brooke Burns. Um, I just think, I mean, not that I know her, but I would think in... Every day, I would think in her every what, the things that she has done in her life and what she's come back from, she just she seems like an incredible person. Mm-hmm. And most wonderful time At of the year, a fighter for sure, is our favorite Christmas movie. Love that movie. It doesn't even it, there's not another one that comes close to it. It is
1: so hard though for me to say favorites because there are parts about so many that I like. But come on, most wonderful
0: time of the year is our favorite Christmas movie. You have I'm a to huge admit fan to that because it's
1: the best kiss
0: it thank you yes emily doesn't know what she's no, talking she, about i yeah. know all right so anyways we um i think we would give this because it, it's hard to we can't really you can't rate, do a coziness we can't yet. rate this on so coziness. how are you how
1: are what's your plan for
0: um mysteries i say we give it like um uh, magnifying magnifying glasses. glasses like one one to five magnifying glasses with five being the most five like being the fire. most yes I would like give this romance. a three and a half. Hmm. I think you should commit to either a three or a four. Nope. Three and a half. <laughs> Why a three and a half? Lacey Chabert, Brennan Elliott. That gives it a two? That gives it a two. Okay. Um, I like the subject matter. I like the magic, and I like the fact that it's a crossword. That gives it a three. Mm-hmm. And then just because I love them so much, I gave it another half. Oh, okay. Three and a half. What
1: would you give it? I don't believe in halves when you're rating. Jeez. But I like what you said. Yes. So I would say... I I would rate it about the same.
0: No, you said you wouldn't do halves. So
1: then I'd probably go
0: four. Simply because I love mysteries normally. Yes, you do. And I love... um, Did you hear our our cabin dog, Ginger, just now? (laughs) Yeah. I think she needs to go out. (laughs)
1: Just a minute, baby girl. Um, I liked... The there was a little subtle play between Logan and Tess that I enjoyed. Yeah, um, I really would like to see the other two movies to see how it developed. I am very interested in that. Um, I I don't know that if I would have gone to a four, had the ending not have happened the way it did. Okay. When he met her at the Magic Manor, mm hmm. And they or they were doing a, another show that was Bianca's first time headlining. Yeah. And then they went out for dinner. Yeah. I don't know that I could have pushed it to a four without it. Okay. <laughs> because I want... it. That's what makes me also want to watch other movies in that series. Yeah. I would probably go back and rewatch this, simply because I feel like there's something I missed. But there was a this lot. Was, this was much harder to do for me than the... Um, the winter movie that we watched
0: Uh, yeah and i'm interested in the gourmet detective to see if it's as challenging i think it will because you have all these pieces of information coming in right and then of course we'll also be doing the iceland movie this weekend so we have a busy weekend oh and then after that emily will be back she better be
1: (laughs) listen i love being here it's not that it's just i love listening to the two of you yeah i think you're gonna be done for a while so so exciting
0: (laughs) hey mark tag you're it (laughs) all right so um hey check us out please let us know what you think um we're on twitter at podcast cozy um we're at on facebook at cozy cabin podcast and we're on instagram as well um if you love us go to patreon and uh you can even hit us up for a dollar a month a dollar a month you know what you could do you can even just do a dollar and then cancel because we would take a dollar that we could do that. Hey, We're not proud. It's better than nothing. That's exactly yeah, right. Right. Um, Search the couch cushions. <laughs> Check the floor of your car for me. You can get. You can give us more. We have some cool things coming up, like stickers, and uh, maybe even a T-shirt. Oh, that would be awesome! I know, right? So I'll donate for that. Oh, thanks! It's okay. I'll just buy more Baileys. <laughs> so um, thanks, thanks so much for listening, and uh, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and we have, let's see, the we have Iceland coming up, and we. Is have it just the, called Iceland? It is not, but I can't remember the well, name of just it. because what
1: Emily and I were talking about, it, that's what she called it too. Yeah. Well, I have it, no idea what it is. I don't.
0: Emily said that in Winterfest, the only thing she didn't want to see was that Iceland movie. And that's what she, she keeps calling that. it. So um, I'm not sure. OK, I'm not sure what's. But I think it's funny because at the end of the month, we're supposed to be on the Hallmarkies podcast talking about Winterfest. So she's going to have to watch it. She's going to. I don't to. think she realizes that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's coming up, too. At the end of the month, we'll be talking to the Hallmarkies crew and talking about uh, the Winter. Winterfest movie, so um, stay tuned and we hope everybody's having a, a nice uh, January out there and you're coping with after Christmas. It was a little hard around here with the trees being gone and... Be honest, we still have one tree we up. We have one tree up, we do. because Don't really, lie to the audience. It's really hard. It is, and it's, and it's his tree. It's the baby's tree. Yeah, it's such a great time of year and, and that's the reason we do this podcast. Don't judge us people. No. <laughs> we do this podcast to spread that love and joy from that time of year all year long and we just ask that you please every week try to be kind and nice to each other and uh, make a difference in someone else's life so uh, have a great week and we will check you guys later thanks for listening